Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's true, and it, sometimes we get paid. I don't know what makes you a professional, but... Getting paid. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, we're pros. Basically, I mean, yeah. I mean, we don't get paid for this. Well, we do, <laughs> but we don't. A little bit. Yeah, it's complicated. Do you know that the root of the word amateur means doing it for love? No, that's cute. Isn't like, it? amour. Yeah. So, amateur. Yeah. Huh. I like that. Cute. Yeah. But we're not doing this for love. We hate this. Yep. Give us your money. <laughs> No, that's not true at all. Hey, Meat Wedge. What? Has anything happened in your life recently? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I got engaged. Yeah. Yay. So it exciting. Was, it was exciting. I've it is known exciting. for too long. Yeah. I know. You poor thing. <laughs> Hopefully sometime soon a secret will happen to you. Yeah. And you will be the one going, oh. I had no idea. Yeah. But That'd like, be fun. Damn. I Full know. disclosure, I don't know any secrets about you. I'll have to make one up. Okay. I'll have to surprise you with something because <laughs> Jesus, you've been just sitting on all of the. I know, I know too secrets. much. <laughs> he know too much. Yeah, I uh, was thinking earlier. I know we, uh, you and I already talked about it, and you're not going to change, you know, your names right. when y'all get married. Mm-hmm. But how funny would it be to be Meat Goose? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he will be Business Wedge. <laughs> It's like in, uh, well, you've never seen it, but it's like in The Devil Wears Prada where she's like Mr. Miranda Priestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. That's my my grandparents. Their names are Iris and Stan. Yeah. And they got married when I was in middle school. So both of their families, you know, like I've just always called him Stan, even though I think of him as a grandpa. Yeah. And then like so his. he's not your biological grandpa? No. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then my grandma, you know, everybody in his side of the family has always called her Miss Iris. Oh. But when they got married, <laughs> it started calling him Mr. Iris. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Miss Iris and Mr. Iris. That's so funny. I know. It's really cute. I love it. I know. So anyway. Yeah. Business Wedge. Business Wedge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, I've created a brand here. So <laughs> he's got to. Exactly. It's like when you're famous, you can't change your last name. No. He's got to fall in. But yeah. That happened. Congrats. Thank you. I'm so happy. Me too. That it finally happened. Yep. Yeah. Two and it's great. years later. I'll say to you. I'm glad <laughs> it happened to you. Yeah. I know. Well, we don't have to go on about it, but his mom was just like, I'm glad that you love him so much. And I was like, I knew I was going to marry him like weeks after we met. Yep. It was just like, hmm, how much time must pass yep. where I don't sound like a crazy person? Mm-hmm. That's how it was with me and Hot Toast. Yeah. I was like, I already knew. Yep. I knew... A year before I proposed. Yep. I was like, I already know, but I guess I should wait. Yeah. Protocol. Right. <laughs> the <laughs> rules. Well, and we've talked about it, too. I can't imagine proposing to somebody that you didn't already know the answer. Right. I you know. know, like, and people do it. We've talked about it before when you got engaged, but like, 
Yeah. No, you have not once talked about it yeah. or why listened to the answer. Like, you don't surprise. know this person's plan. Yeah. Sarah? Why would you surprise someone with that? Yeah. Or yourself with that rejection. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I understand being nervous, but like, you still know. Yeah. What they, anyway. You're nervous because it's a big moment. Right. And, like, you're nervous about big, good things, too. You yeah. Know, like, it's still just a big thing. But there's never, there shouldn't be any moment in your mind where, like, what if they don't yeah, say yes? I know. It's one of those things where you really don't want to mess it up because you know that you're going to remember it. Yeah. It's one of those, like, no matter what happens, I'm going to remember this moment and I want it to be a good memory so I don't want to, like, trip. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, congrats. Thank you. Glad you said yes. <laughs> Glad he said yes too. I oh yes, I did have a you had a counter proposal. Counter proposal. <laughs> yes. I well, I don't think it's fair because we are in a heterosexual relationship. Gross. You know, you guys both <laughs> you know have rings. Yeah. And I was like, it's not fair that I'm the only one who gets like fancy, exciting engagement jewelry. Yeah. So I got him a nice new watch. It's beautiful. It is really nice. I love it. Yeah. He also loves it. So I said, he keeps telling people that I said, no, wait, will you marry me? That's not what happened. <laughs> I said, okay, but I have a question for you. Did you say yes first? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I said, of course. Also, in addition, <laughs> I have, yeah, no, I did. Never once said no. Don't listen to him. <laughs> so then, yeah, I'm I'm just glad I had it with me because, you know. Did you, have, did you have a feeling? I've just kind of been carrying it around in case. Just in case? Yeah. Aww. There have definitely been times where I was like, I hope he doesn't ask me right now. I don't have to watch with me. That's <laughs> been a really big box. Yeah. You know, you can put a ring in your pocket. You can't. I know. Just put a whole watch in there. I could have just worn it and been like, this is for me. <laughs> just get, you want it? You want it? <laughs> Gotta marry me. <laughs> then you can have it. When I know. I, die. I, I thought about it because I knew when it was happening. Yeah. And I was like, I really want to tell Meat Wedge to take the watch with her but then it would be obvious right yeah i i mean it was on the anniversary of our first date mm-hmm. to the day at the same coffee shop so i was like mm-hmm. there's be, a good chance it'd be a good time <laughs> <laughs> that it's gonna happen and i just want to be prepared and i'm glad i was yes me too and i'm glad that you're engaged me too and now i'm gonna get married before you ha <laughs> that's fine <laughs> <laughs> i know i know I do not care. You get married on the same day as me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're here. Here we are. To talk about dogs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dogs. I just wanted to have a podcast about how you got engaged. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> but. Yeah, we're gonna, uh, this is Replay Rewind. I'm Bucket Snake. I'm engaged. That's Meat Wedge. She's also engaged. We're not yeah. engaged to each other. We're no. engaged to other people. <laughs> We're married to each other. <laughs> yeah, that's entirely different. And we talk about kids' movies on this podcast. And before we talk about the movie of the month, we like to set the stage. So we start the month off with an episode about the history that takes place during the time when the movie came out and the pop culture. And now we're going to talk about the theme of the movie in a factual sense mm-hmm. so that you can learn something and go into... Your movie watching with some knowledge. And this yes. month's movie is 101 Dalmatians. Yes. So this month's theme is... Dog breeds. <laughs> well, I got. I was gonna... I started out being like, I'm gonna talk about different dog breeds maybe and how they came to be. Mm-hmm. Specifically, just like pick a couple. Yeah. And then as I got into the research, I learned more just about dog 
breeding in general. Oh, cool. Not the act of, like... The sex part? No. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I don't have any more information about, like, yeah, how to breed a dog. But let me just get into it, and then you'll understand what I mean. When a boy dog and a girl <laughs> dog love each other... Are put in the same room <laughs> at the right time. With the right song playing. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to make, like, a... <laughs> Dog breeding playlist. playlist. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like nine inch nails on it. Yeah. And that Full one blood Bloodhound Gang song. Yeah. Discovery Channel. And uh-huh. I don't know. Send us your suggestions for <laughs> songs that dogs can breed to. Breed to. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love making weird playlists. Uh-huh. So. There are over 400 recognized dog breeds. Damn, that explains why every now and then I hear one and I'm like, what? And excuse me? I know. I love when people ask what kind of dog Agnes is because I'm like, you don't know. Yeah, I didn't know until you got her. <laughs> She's a cane corso mix. And they're like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And I'm like, with a Tibetan mastiff no i don't know what that is yeah. either some... no she's a kangle shepherd yeah because my brother calls her a canker sore <laughs> kangaroo mix yep <laughs> but i like i had heard about cane courses before but um yeah a lot of people don't know and i yeah i hear about dog breeds all the time or i'm like never heard of. it's because there are over 400 of that's them that's so many but all dogs trace back to a common ancestor that they share with the gray wolf hmm. that ancestor is now extinct huh. but you can trace both gray wolves and every dog back to this common ancestor interesting yeah i love the little memes of a wolf domesticating yeah yeah it's like oh let's make this our pet what's the worst that could happen and then it's a pug next to a wolf (laughs) 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 okay what'd you do (laughs) fucked up a perfectly good wolf it's got anxiety (laughs) i can't breathe can't breathe most research suggests that humans domesticated dogs between 12,000 to 15,000 years ago, but there is some evidence that suggests it might have been as long ago as 130,000 years. Damn. Even, which is even before human beings stopped moving around all the time. Yeah. Like they were still very nomadic and it's like, maybe the dogs just came with us. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense because the yeah. symbiotic relationship would still be there. Where Absolutely. It's like, look, we're hunting food. We need protection. Like, yep. Who knows? Very good team. Humans yeah. and dogs. But most of the dogs' breeds that we know today came from a time called the Victorian Explosion. <laughs> Ew. Right. <laughs> Which happened in the middle of the 1800s. It sounds like a random dessert that they would ask to be made on the Great British Baking <laughs> Show that I've never heard of. I want you we to make 12 you. identical Victorian explosions. <laughs> this is Mary Berry's own recipe. She's going to be following it very closely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up until that point, dogs were mostly just bred for what they did. And you would just classify dogs by what they did. This dog goes and gets stuff. It's a retriever. Right. You know, this dog guards Mm -hmm. my house. It's a guard dog. Yeah. I don't know what kind of dog it is. I just know what it does. Yeah. That's his job. Yeah. But then in in 1830-something, they outlawed dog fighting. And so now all these people had all these dogs... Didn't know what to do with them. Mm. And there were all these people who were like, well, I used to bet on the dog fights. Can't do that anymore. What do I bet on now? So they started having dog beauty pageants instead. They're like, well, look at my dog. Look how nice it is. I bet it's nicer than your dog. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, I bet that guy's dog's nicer than your dog, too. (laughs) 
That's, they used to be like, my dog could beat up your dog. Right. And now they're like, my dog's prettier than your dog. Yeah, prettier than your dog. My, my dog is meaner looking than your dog. He's not going <laughs> to do anything, but he could. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just that it's just human nature to be like comparing and then mm-hmm. betting on the comparing and yeah. to be like, which one's best? We've yes. always we've always done that. Yep. I'm glad dog fighting became illegal. I know. Gross. So sad. Why would you do that? Exactly. But so then, because of this, people started breeding their dogs based on what they look like rather than what they did. Yeah. And then they started fucking around with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, can we make their legs shorter? I think it's cute that this dachshund has teeny tiny little legs. Can we make them shorter than that can we make this dog's you know this english bulldog's face wrinklier can we do whatever the fuck they did to a bull terrier to a bull terrier yeah and if you look at what bull terriers looked like 100 years ago it's very different from what they look like today yeah and a lot of other things too french bulldogs their noses keep getting shorter and shorter and shorter until they just don't have one anymore and it's like what's sad stop they look cuter with little snoots yeah little little short snoot yeah but so that's i mean People were just like, look, we've got dogs, we've got time, we've got money, and we're bored. So let's see what we can do. Yeah. I mean, I guess we've kind of always been doing that. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize, I I really never thought about it, but about how much people do that. Yeah. Just now that I'm into reptiles and how people are like, look, I made this snake pink. Yeah. (laughs) Just through breeding a couple snakes. Yeah took that snake that was kind of pink and then i put it with this snake that was you know white and yeah and yeah, yeah i know we've always been doing it it's wild but at this time period they had so much time just to do it you know yeah. just to be like we've never done this before let's see what we can do yeah and all like so things like lap dogs started becoming really popular in this time because it's like well, we can have a dog just to have a dog but i want a little one that just hangs out with me all the time yeah. and i can put in a purse and carry around and so how <laughs> small can we make them you know and how yeah. like dainty can we make them Turns out pretty dainty. Pretty dainty. Yeah. So that all started right around the same time period. And then there was this guy named John Henry Walsh who wrote under the pseudonym Stonehenge, which I was like, that's weird. So they're all just like pamphlets being produced by Stonehenge, which is like, that's creepy. I don't like that. I don't know. Yes. Weird. Anyway. It's arrogant. True. But he was a sports journalist in the 1800s and he produced this series of books that was like all of the rules to all victorian sports here's a book about how to play tennis all the rules of tennis so that we make sure we're all doing it the same way huh and then he also wrote a book about dog breeds and standardizing the breeds because these competitions were becoming so popular and he was like okay well you and like this guy and this guy disagree about what this dog should look like yeah and so over here this guy's dog won but over here it's this guy yeah he's like we got to standardize this Hmm. okay so he did i'm glad everybody was like guess we're listening to stonehenge <laughs> he was right about the tennis so yeah. guess he's right about the dog yeah it could be yeah i don't know <laughs> very strange but also you know people were looking to profit off of like stud fees and things like that because yep. we've always again tried to make money off of our thing yep always looking for a way to make money exactly so i think everybody was kind of willing to go along with that too like yeah you know what you're right we should have some sort of rule about yeah who's it so that you know that mine's the best right and he actually, he borrowed the method, the way that they describe dogs now of like point systems for like their different body parts. He yeah. took them from pigeon fanciers oh. who bred pigeons. He was like, I like the way you do that. That's We're going to do that too. So like 
the tail lengths and the yeah leg lengths and the snoot and yep. yeah how big around their head is i don't know what they do with pigeons but maybe that maybe that <laughs> for example he said a true english pug should be fawn of color devoid of any smut approaching blackness with a coat that is sleek shining and soft to touch any smut i know which i think is interesting now because i feel like you get pugs with like the black points yeah like on their noses and stuff but mm-hmm. not a true english pug i guess okay <laughs> do english dogs bark with an accent <laughs> i say the wolf <laughs> And then, I mean, because sometimes, you know, these people trying to get their dog to look the most like the way that this dog should look, according to this guy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get dogs that don't look anything like that, but they still look cool. So they're like, well, that's a new breed of dog. So all of these breeds of dogs were being created kind of willy nilly. Yeah. Which unfortunately meant a lot of inbreeding and a lot of health problems. A lot of the health problems that dogs have to this day yeah. are also because of this because it was just this rapid like Yeah, and they're fucking with what it we can do. too much. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of being smart about it. Yep. But so they created all these different kinds of breeds because they were just really, you huh. know, messing with it. Um, Walsh's first book of dog breeds came out in 1877 and there were 27 breeds in it. And by 1900, the 1900 edition had 80 breeds in it. Oh, wow. So, I mean, just in that, like, 27, 23-year span. Yeah. People created 70 more. Or yeah. Like 50 more. Yeah. People created 50 more dog breeds. Yeah. Yeah. Just in the span of 27 years. That's absolutely, wild. Absolutely wild. So, I mean, obviously, he didn't create them, but he single-handedly pretty much mm-hmm. influenced most of the dog breeds that we have today. Which How is just interesting. crazy to have, like, that kind of power influence yeah. yeah i don't know he gets it from stonehenge <laughs> i am the ultimate authority stands in the middle and it's just like ah everybody listen to me i think pug's tails should be shorter <laughs> i said okay stonehenge says so okay <laughs> ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door go to blue and use promo code listen to get 50 dollars off your purchase of 500 dollars or more that's code listen at blue for 50 dollars off blue code listen Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There was also a guy, I thought this was really cool, named George Graham, who decided he was going to bring back the Irish wolfhound, which had gone extinct in 1720. Oh, I didn't know that. Me either. I've seen an Irish wolfhound. Right. What was this guy's Irish wolfhound? Well, good job. all over Ireland, there were these pictures of Irish wolfhounds, Mm -hmm. you know, and and drawings of them and depictions, you know, it was just like, that was like Ireland's thing. But for a lot of people, by the time this guy was like breeding dogs... The Irish wolfhound was just like a myth, you know, they're like, yeah. yeah, I mean, they used to exist. There were these big, fantastical dogs, you know, but they're not around anymore. They're all gone. And he was like, I'm bringing those back. So first he went around 
just kind of gathering up all these dogs that people were like, yeah, that dog's Scottish. It's got Scottish blood. And yeah. he's like, all right, cool. Even though they didn't look anything like the one he was going for. He's like, yeah. these are Scottish dogs I'm going to make. Irish? Or Irish, rather. Yeah. yeah. So he collected all these Irish dogs. That didn't pan out because they either were infertile or they refused to breed with each other. <laughs> he's like, never mind. I hope he took them back to their yeah. <laughs> respective owners and wasn't just like, good luck, pack of Irish dogs. <laughs> so then what he did... Wild pack of Irish dogs (laughs) came running through the yard one day. (laughs) So then what he did was get a bunch of Scottish deer hounds, Mm. which basically look like Irish wolfhounds. They're just smaller. Oh. At least they looked like what people said Irish wolfhounds look like. Yeah. So he was like, all right, the next best thing. And then he just started adding new dogs into the mix. He started breeding them with Grey Danes. And then he added the Tibetan Mastiff and then Boxers until he got a dog that people were like, yeah, that looks like an Irish wolfhound to me. <laughs> okay. And so he, in order to create this Irish dog, he made a Scottish, Danish, Tibetan, Russian mutt that was like, close enough. Yeah. And everyone was like, sure. Sure. We'll but take it. they're now a recognized breed. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're an AKC bred, breed. Yeah. yeah. You can have a purebred Irish wolfhound, which is just wild to me. They are also the tallest dog they're that so is recognized tall. by the AKC. They're the minimum height is 30 or 32 inches like male yeah. or female for but they can often be like three feet tall at the shoulder yeah so that means that their head is like at your chest yeah i love them i know <laughs> i wish they weren't so like i love how big they are but mm. they're all they're not like pretty no <laughs> they're a mess <laughs> i've never met one that was like i've only met a few but they're very standoffish too oh really yeah they were never like they were just very like regal mm-hmm. seeming yeah they weren't like I'm so excited to play. Oh, it's you know? like, listen, I learned early on that if I try to play with you, I'll kill you. So right. I'll yeah. just be over here. <laughs> Have you seen any wolves? No. Let me know. I'll protect you from them. <laughs> so anyway, I thought that was cool that he was just like, yeah, playing God, not on my watch. I'm bringing that dog back. How? Let's see. I feel like if I wanted to make an Irish wolfhound, I would take a greyhound. Yeah. And a Great Dane. And a what are they called like the curly haired rat terriers mm-hmm. I had one when i was a kid forget their official name but they have that like really coarse yeah hair and then just keep find like find all the biggest ones i could find mm-hmm. and then just keep making them bigger and bigger yeah because <laughs> yeah because you need it to be strong too yeah that would for be fighting my off the wolves mm-hmm. <laughs> and you need something irish in there he has not one irish dog in there it's like Scottish is close enough. It's yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> well, none of the Irish dogs would bone. Yeah, they're like, mm, no. The I- <laughs> We're glad the Irish wolfhound is gone. Look, we remember the Irish wolfhound, and that guy was a dick. Okay, right? he never wanted to play. We are glad. Oh, don't bring him back. <laughs> so I thought, in the spirit of our movie, I would also teach y'all some facts about Dalmatians. Yeah, let's hear it, because I. I have met one Dalmatian mix in my life, and I've never met a purebred Dalmatian. Yeah, I used to know one named Dally, which is... Ugh. Yeah. It's boring. Why don't you just call him Dog? (laughs) (laughs) What's your dog's name? It's Dalmatian. No, that's what kind of dog it is. What's his name? It is also Dalmatian. Yeah. She, one time, she belonged to some people who were staying... They were friends of my parents, and they brought her from out of town, and... They tied her up in the front yard at my parents' house because we didn't have a dog at the time. Yeah. I don't know. My parents just, like, didn't want her 
in the house. It was like nice outside, you know, it was fine. So they just like yeah. put a stake in the front yard, tied her to it. And they're like, we're going out to dinner. We'll be back. When we got back, she had chewed through the leash, but she was still there. Oh. She just, I don't know if she was like, I was free. And then I realized I had no idea where I was. <laughs> I am a Californian dog. I don't yeah. know, you know, or what, or if she was just like, tie me down. See, wow. But she was still, she was just standing there right next to this huh. post. She just was like. Yeah, I I have chosen to be here. You have not forced me. Yeah, I just want you to know. I'm in charge here. The only Dalmatian mix that I have met, his name is Aspen. That's cute. They just moved away. That's all. Yeah. Nothing bad happened. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. I've heard that they're not very nice. Yeah. Or they that's can be too. kind of aggressive. I mean, that their origins are that they were guard dogs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they've still got that, you know, kind of. Yeah, in them. Yeah. Well, tell me about them. I will. They are from the country of Croatia, from the Dalmatia region. So they're just oh, named. They're literally Dal- Dalmatian. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And they're thought to be the descendants of breeding spotted Great Danes and pointer dogs together, mm-hmm. although they're obviously a lot smaller than a Great Dane. Yeah. But they're a super old breed. The first known written reference to a Dalmatian is in the year 1375. Whoa. So they've been around for a long time. Yeah. And that's just, you know, first time somebody ever wrote it down. Yeah. Who knows how long they were running around before then. Before somebody was like, I should write this down. <laughs> I'm going to forget. They are also known as carriage dogs, spotted coach dogs, leopard carriage dogs, firehouse dogs, or plum pudding dogs because they're covered in spots. That's cute. I know. And they were originally bred for hunting. And then they started, as carriages were developed, they started getting used for carriage dogs, which is just a dog that runs alongside of your carriage so that nobody steals your shit. Which I think is really cool. Whoa. And they would like introduce the puppies and the horses together as babies. Yeah. So that they grew up, you know, knowing each other. So the horse wouldn't be scared of the dog. Yeah. The dog knows, okay, this is my brother. He's weird and big and strange, but he's still my brother. Yeah. Keep him safe. And yeah, the horse would be like, okay, that guy's here to protect me. Huh. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then the Dalmatian got introduced to England and everybody was like, that's the dog I want as my carriage dog. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're, they just like, Dalmatian and carriage dog became synonymous for a while where it was just like, if you had a carriage dog, it was a Dalmatian. Yeah. Which has got to suck if you're like, that was your job. And then they're like, you're out. This new spotty guy is in. It's like, what a good thing going here, man. I'm still yeah. good at my job. Right. Don't fire me. It is funny to think that Dalmatians have always been synonymous with a job. Yeah. Carriage dog and now firehouse dog. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah, and I don't the, know any other dog that I think of that way. That just has a job. I mean, you know, border collies have always herded sheep, I guess. But yeah. you can have like different kinds of dogs for that job. Yeah. But the the reason that they're associated with fire engines is the same thing mm-hmm. because, you know, before when you had a horse drawn carriage with a lot of water in it. Yeah. They would have the Dalmatians run alongside and help clear out the streets. Oh. Be like, hey, get out of the way. You oh, know, they were, you see they were the the sirens yeah that's cute yeah this dog comes running at you you're like oh let, let me better scoot and it's like oh because the yeah, you know the dog is barking its head off exactly the og fire alarm yes and they also had the double duty of guarding the horses at night in their stables i love that i know wow doing the work i know so, that's why it's like it makes sense that they're like kind of aggressive you know yeah. they need to have a job they need to have somebody protect yeah. and if they don't well they're just get, gonna get antsy. Yeah, I mean, a lot of working breeds are that way. Mm-hmm. Like, they just need 
a task. Right. People who try to have border collies or yeah. you know, sheep herding dogs in their homes. And it's like, the dog is always nipping at my heels. It's like, yeah, yeah he's trying to tell you where to go. Oh That's his job. Beetle herds me to the food. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what part of her is a herding dog, but she like nudges the like pit of my knee. Yeah. To get me to go towards the food. It's so funny. I'm like, I'm being herded. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, in 101 Dalmatians, they're usually born completely white. Mm. And then they start to get spots around 10, in the first 10 days or so. And they're usually born with black spots. Although sometimes they can have brown spots, which is called liver spotted. But both parents have to be brown. Yeah. For the babies to have brown spots. Um, and then according to Wikipedia, it says other colors that occur occasionally include blue, which is like a, you know, how dogs can be like a bluish gray. Yeah. Brindle, mosaic, orange or lemon. Oh. Or tricolored where you'll ha- where they'll have black, brown and orange or lemon spots, which Ew. I think sounds so pretty. And I don't know. No. And I don't know why that's not more sought like the after? standard. Yeah. yeah. Like, why yeah. would you not want this like beautiful multicolored dog? Right. Not to bring up Beetle again, but she's a tricolor for her breed. And apparently that's like the most sought after. Yeah. So it's weird that it wouldn't be in other breeds too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So orange and lemon are the most frequent of the like weird Dalmatian colors. Mm -hmm. And they're just a dilution. So I don't know. Can you have like a purebred lemon Dalmatian? I think you can. I just think you have to have like. Yeah. You just keep breeding like liver colored ones, I guess, until it like gets fainter and fainter. I'm not sure. You just run out of printer ink. (laughs) But I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, you showed me a picture. It was really pretty. Another coloration pattern is a larger solid patch of color, which appears anywhere on the body, but most often on the head, ears, or tail. Patches are visible at birth and are not a group of connected spots. They are identifiable by the smooth edge of the patch and have no interlacing white hairs in them. Pure white individuals without spots can also occasionally occur. Huh. So there's lots lots of variations. Yeah. You can also have long-haired Dalmatians. What? But those are not recognized by the AKC. Even if you had, like... Two Dalmatians yeah. made this. Yeah. They just be like, nope. That that's one's... a freak. <laughs> What's wrong with that dog? Freaky Dalmatian. I wonder how long hair... Like, how long their hair gets. Yeah. And maybe I've seen one. Yeah. But I was just like... Didn't know it was a Oh, Dalmatian. I thought that was, a like, a pointer. Some sort of pointer dog. Because mm-hmm. they look the same, just yeah. with long hair. I don't know. Huh. It's weird. That is weird. They apparently are like super clean dogs because they don't have a lot of oils in their skin. Mm -hmm. So they're not, they don't get dirty easily and they don't smell. Yeah. But they also, the way that their fur is, they shed constantly. And it just like is that kind of coarse fur that like gets stuck in your clothes or Mm -hmm. your furniture and you have to like really work to get it out. Yeah. So. That's like when I was driving Fraley around more often. He has hair like that. Yes. His hair is white and it like gets woven into mm-hmm. the car seat yep like even the very strong vacuum cleaner at the car wash cannot get it out yeah you're just like i'm going <laughs> through an entire lint roller yeah to, or i'll just get some tweezers and pull these out one oh at a God. time because i don't know how else to get these out of here <laughs> you just have white seats i guess yep. leather leather seats for everything <laughs> i know that's why i have one of those like back seat hammock things yeah yeah yep they also like a lot of other white animals, have a stronger tendency towards deafness. Oh, interesting. Which it does happen. I mean, mm-hmm. white animals just tend to be deaf more often. And they think it's because they don't have mature melanocytes mm-hmm. in their ears, which you have like 
various melanocytes in your body, which is what creates melanin. Yeah. And so they just don't have them in their ears because they have less melanin than other dogs, I guess, or other, you know, like, I don't know. So those are not present, which makes them, and like they can either be deaf in both ears or one. So be unilateral or bilateral deafness. Mm Mm-hmm. And this last note that I have just said that early dog breeders didn't recognize deafness as an issue, so they just thought the dogs were stupid. Oh my god. That's <laughs> mean. Like, Bro, he can't hear you. But also, it seems like you would notice, I've checked with, because our cat Tej is mostly white. Yeah. And I'm like, is he dumb or is he <laughs> deaf? But I have seen him react to noises, yeah. so I know he can hear. Yeah. He's just choosing to ignore me. Yes. So, I mean, it seems like you would figure that out pretty quickly right you know like oh he didn't turn around when i dropped that thing i wonder if they just think that dogs can't be deaf i guess but why would you think that didn't know people can be i know i know it's just very strange listen back in the day was a very different time that's true and i don't have the answers (laughs) (laughs) just seems like you'd figure it out especially because like older animals can go deaf yeah and so it'd be like oh well she used to could hear and now she it just seems like pretty yeah. common sense but i don't know me neither i've got the advantage of a 2023 lens looking at it it's true. so and the science who knows but yeah that's uh that's it i want a lemon dalmatian now because i didn't know they existed or a tricolor one that just seems yeah, so that's neat pretty yeah super cool just i don't gotta... want any more dogs well not right now <laughs> yeah two yeah i'm good with two but you know they're not gonna live forever yeah they are I know. Uh, Wendy's about to be nine. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah, by the time this episode comes out, actually, she will be nine years old. Yeah. And my cat, John Ralphio, is almost 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Troll's almost 13. No. So we're getting old. I know. I get. John Ralphio's going to live forever. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't know if Wendy will want to. <laughs> she's like, I'm sick of this. Sometimes she gets a look. She's like, You brought this big, stupid dog into my life. So <laughs> I'll just go. Fine. I'll go. That's how you feel about me. I'll just go. And Agnes is almost four. Yeah, which is yeah, crazy. It is. She seems like a baby still. She's a baby. But anyway, dogs. Anyway. What's your favorite breed of dog? Uh, Pitbull. <laughs> yeah. They're just so good. They're oh, no. so sweet. Just and they always look like they're smiling. Yeah. Every pit bull I ever see a picture of or a video of, I'm just like, oh, it's so cute. Yep. I really like really big dogs too. Me too. Yeah, the same. I, I think I've mentioned it before, but one day I will have a black Russian terrier because mm-hmm. they are so big. Yeah. But also they have emo kid bangs. Uh huh. And they make me so happy. <laughs> Hot toes wants a new fee one day. Yeah, I mean, really, just big dogs. Yeah, but we need more space for that. Yep. Somebody that lives across the street from us has a Newfie, and he lives in one of the apartments. Mm-mm. And I'm like, I see him walking him all the time, so he is getting exercise, but still. Yeah. He wants to run around. Exactly. Yeah. He needs time to just run as much as he wants, or just go lay in the grass. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know. I have to assume that people with dogs in apartments are doing their best. I just yeah. feel bad for the dogs. I know. I know how much my dogs love to just be outside sniffing grass and mm-hmm. chasing butterflies. And I don't want to stand outside for that. <laughs> I would like to be inside. Yeah. Doing other things. I know. I so. do miss having a yard that I can do that in. Yeah. Well, you could if your dog weren't dumb. <laughs> I know. She just won't go down those stairs. It's fine. It's fine. So anyway. Anyway. That's that on that. I'm looking forward to this movie. 
It's very cute. A lot of dogs in it. Yeah. Hell yeah. And now we know all about dog breeding so that we're prepared. Yep. Going in with some knowledge. <laughs> there you say going into the dog breeding business. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No, thank you. Mm-mm. No, fostering those puppies whenever I did that last year. Yeah. Was that last year? Almost two years. Yeah. Ago. It's cured me of any puppy fever. Yeah. For a while. One at a time. Yeah. Is the way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's go on get. Let's get on out of here. If you would like to come talk to us about your favorite dog breeds, send us pictures of your dogs. We would be happy to tell you how cute they are. Ooh, send us pictures of your dogs and we'll share them. Absolutely. I'll make a poll on Instagram that you can just submit it to. Super easy. Hell yeah. Show us your dogs and tell us their breed. And if you've gotten a DNA test done. Ooh, yeah. I really want DNA tests for Wendy and Agnes. Yeah, we should do those. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll do it. We'll find out. So curious. Or if you want to send us suggestions for our dog breeding playlist, yes. <laughs> we'll also post that somewhere once it has like at least 10 songs on it. Yeah. Um, you can do all of that on Instagram or you can email us replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com. You can message us over on Tumblr, which is also replay rewind podcast. Those are all the places that we are. Yeah, you can listen to our other episodes on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, iHeartMedia, all of those places yep. where we live and exist. Mm-hmm. And if you would like to purchase uh, a membership to being cool, <laughs> you can get one of those on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Replay Rewind Podcast. Get some bonus episodes from us. Support us monetarily. Um, it's actually the best way to show that you care is with currency with your money yeah yeah sorry that's just the way it is when you join we will send you a sticker in the mail we will shout your name out on the show and we will tell our pets about you for sure (laughs) yep absolutely and you'll get cool bonus episodes with movies that are not made for children that kind of fit our theme this month we're doing best in show i'm very excited about it yeah because again more dogs but also it's very silly So you can get that over there if you want to also have some cool merch to show your friends what good taste you have. We have (laughs) stickers and magnets and things like that over on our coffee page. Just go to the link in our bio on Instagram. It'll take you wherever you want to go. In the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.